Oh, All Jesus. right, here we are, Scissors and Scrubs, kicking off Memorial Day weekend. It's the summer series. Boom. Summertime. It's my favorite summer song. So I'd love to say it's a beautiful warm night and recording, but it's not. It's 46 degrees and raining. Um, <laughs> it's just like So summer. it doesn't feel Memorial Day-ish, but it is. It is. And so we are kicking off Memorial Day weekend with skin cancers and Yay! sunstroke and heat stroke and what you do at the beach and blah, 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 blah. We're going to pretend it's all in the sun. Exactly. <laughs> so in March, I went to Roatan. Where's Roatan? Off the coast of Honduras. It's a little island. My husband wanted to go diving. So I go to Roatan. My son, my skin had not seen the sun since somewhere around September. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do I do? Immediately lather up in sunscreen because I'm only two seconds from the equator and I proceed to bake for the whole week. Mm-hmm. We're getting on the plane to come home and I can, I'm like, ugh, and I'm itchy, like right where my arms meet my armpit. And then I'm itchy right where like my bathing suit line is mm-hmm. and I'm itchy and it's burning. <laughs> and this happens to me it every does. summer. It does happen too. But I had convinced myself that I was allergic to the seats in my car. You in the really summer. did have yourself convinced of I that. I did. And yeah. I would sit on the towel mm-hmm. and I was thinking, this is what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, now this has been going on probably five or six years that mm-hmm. I go in the sun and this happens mm-hmm. in the summertime. You know, I'm wearing shorts and I'm sitting in the car seat. When I finally looked it up and decided, oh no, I'm, I have a sun rash. Yeah. Um, and usually a sun rash occurs because you've exposed your skin too quickly to mm. a large amount of UV rays, <laughs> as I did in Roatan. But it feels so good. It does. But by the time I came home, it had spread to my knees. Ew. My thighs were completely covered. Ew. And like right where the bathing suit line is, is like really red and bumpy. Down as it goes down my legs, it gets more like patchy. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it's raised patches, but not like around my, and I, I'm talking, what are we? I went in the third week of March. We are almost at the end of April. I can still feel some of it left. Really? It's still, yes, it's still there. It's not itchy, but it's not smooth yeah. like it would be in the wintertime. Does that mean that Nicole's going to stop sitting in the sun? Oh, no, God. <laughs> Absolutely not. God, no. Does that mean Nicole's going to cover up in the sun? <laughs> Absolutely not. But yes. being in New England I and being Italian, I tend to only sunscreen my face. So what I might do now is actually sunscreen my legs. You should sunscreen everything. It doesn't stop you from getting a tan. I know, but I just don't because it's a lot of work. You have to sunscreen <laughs> I everything. I usually just sunscreen my face. Oh my god! So well, you're gonna this... be sunscreening me. That's true. Because I'll, I'll my... you lubed up. I'll be out. I get so the spray. While you're doing me, just do yourself. I'll get as the spray. Well. Um, I bought this obnoxious like Hollywood black picture hat that i was wearing on the beach it brought looked like an ass but i felt so fancy um to try to cover my face like so i'm sitting there i got my little bathing suit on maybe like stupid hat on my audrey hepburn sunglasses and the people who ran the resort we were at were filming all this weird shit they come over they're like would you mind filming throwing your trash out so we can show we recycle i'm like sure in my big asshole hat oh i'm like sure, well i must have looked like a movie star <laughs> such an idiot so i was like absolutely i will so i get up from my lounge chair and my in hat. a bathing suit i yeah yeah oh my god yeah i clearly do not have the issues you do Laura. <laughs> okay. 
I'm borderline exhibition. I'm like, I would die. Yes, let me go put my sweatshirt on and then I'll film that for you immediately. <laughs> it was way too hot for you. No, no. We were literally on the fucking equator. How fucking hot it was down there. I know. My God, it was ridiculous. You'd lay in the sun and I'm like, okay. All right, I gotta get in the water. Jack was just calling me saying, and he's like, oh, I've been at the beach like the last two days. There's a beach on his base and he's on the beach. He's like, it said the UV index was like eight something. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you shouldn't be out and eat something. And he's right. like, I'm like, do you have sunscreen? And he's he's like, like white. Yeah, my child's I mean, white. Yeah, he is white. And he, I'm like, do you have sunscreen? Because he's also like mm-hmm. the, you know, not the brightest with the sunscreen. He'll tell me he put it on. And then I'll and come then home. His skin is falling off of him. I'm like, you absolutely did not put it. I'm like, did you put He's like, I promise you I put the sunscreen on. And I even reapplied it. And I'm like, okay. When we went down, we went down last weekend. And that was like April vacation week. Um, so down in Virginia, it's, it was warm. The sun was out. And we took like a little cruise around the base and we saw the ships and everything. It was pretty cool. Uh, of course, what am I going to... I'm like, I want top deck, no shade. Yeah. I'm out. I get a redheaded husband. Mm. My oldest is white. Mm-hmm. My youngest is white, but a little darker melan- melanin in him. But he and my husband go look for shade, which I mean, you cannot leave a redhead at any... No. I mean, he thinks he bronzes. He doesn't. He fucking does fries. He pinks. Yeah. And we didn't have sunscreen because I didn't expect it to be as warm as it was down there. So my oldest is sitting out with me and he's like, oh, I'm going to get some color. And he's joking around. He's like, I'm going to fry and this and that. Okay. Well, <laughs> when you're in the sun, this is the problem. When you're actually in the sun. Yeah, you don't. Very often you can't see the burn. Or feel it. Or feel it. Yeah. When we got home, red stripes up both his arms, <laughs> red stripes on his thighs, <laughs> right down his nose. I'm like, and he does tan beautifully, yeah. but he needs sunscreen to do it. Yes. But you know how fucking lazy he is. Yeah. He would probably end up in Shriner before he had to put right. sunscreen on. That's why I was actually surprised he had it on. I'm gu- I, eight is very high. Yeah. You should not be out. He's like, no, I promise you. I have it on. And, okay. you know, we'll get into it. But when you're in the water, not only is it washing your sunscreen off, but it's reflecting it ten mm-hmm. times worse. When mm-hmm. you're on the sand, the lightness of the sand. When you're in the snow, the mm-hmm. lightness of the snow is all reflecting that onto your skin. So we are discussing sun problems. Sun issues. So what I was experiencing flying home from Roatan, Laura, was polymorphic light eruption. I always wanted an eruption. That sounds gross. disgusting. Okay. Okay. It's an itchy burning rash, which I can absolutely fucking attest to because I was like (laughs) scratching my legs, that appears two to three days after sun exposure to sunlight. It can last up two to weeks. But it will heal without scarring. And I can attest oh, well, to that good. as well. My, my thighs are normal. Imagine. It's just the bathing suit line. Mm-hmm. It appears on parts of the skin exposed to sunlight. Not you. It Like, so your arms, your legs, your chest. But you don't usually see it happen on the face. Because it's always exposed. The one of the girls I was with, she was getting it on her face. Ugh. The rash um, can be raised like pink red spots. But some people can get blisters or dry patches. It might look like eczema. Mm-hmm. It is easily mistaken for heat rash. Heat rash is going to be caused by warm weather or overheating. Like you're going to get it because you were sweating out right. in the heat. You're not going to get it because you were out in the sun. So mm-hmm. I was not, I was not working out <laughs> yeah. down there by any means. There was no exertion. There was no exertion <laughs> except walking to the bar and back. Mm-hmm. But and I broke out in a rash. So, you know, you're, if you're breaking out in a rash because you're running or because you're out. Right. That's, that's a different. It's a completely different thing. It can happen every time you go in the sun or just when first exposed to the sun. So when I look back at all my 
quote unquote allergies <laughs> they usually occur in like june and july and by the end of the summer it would had gone away like last year i think maybe i was i don't know if i just finally got dark enough last year or what by the end of the summer it was gone mm-hmm. but it kicked in pretty quick so it shows up in early spring early summer when you're just starting to go out um, and if skin is exposed before the rash clears up, you can make the rash worse. <laughs> Which is what I can attest to that. Because <laughs> I just kept going out in the sun. And then I was like, oh, it's the sand from sitting in the beach Oh, chair. my God. I never heard of this. I never fucking heard of this. Like, I'm like, who's allergic to the sun? I'm fucking Italian. I can't be allergic to the sun. It's like an oxymoron. So um, it's more common in women. Mm-hmm. More common people who are white. I don't, I'm not. I'm a little sallow more than I am white. You, yeah, you have a sallow. Uh, <laughs> and I start to... You and Mike are sallow. <laughs> we're sallow. We're olive oily looking. <laughs> and it usually starts between 20 and 40. So clearly it was like when I was 20 because it was only a couple of years. Right, obviously. Causes of it. It is thought to be an immune response to UV rays um, altering a substance in the skin. It's not infectious, though it feels like it. There is no cure for it, though you can protect yourself from it. Mm-hmm. so you can completely avoid the sun which i am never going to do no um especially from the hours of 11 to 3 mm-hmm. you can sunscreen which i absolutely should be doing mm-hmm. and wear protective clothing which mm, or you can introduce your skin gradually to sunlight which i will do mm-hmm. in the spring so that is sun rash which is not to be confused with sun poisoning yes Sun poisoning. Sun poisoning. You, I used to hear this all the time as a kid. I have sun poisoning. I, yeah. And I was like, what? what is that? Okay. Sun poisoning, not to be confused with the sun rash. Mm-hmm. It starts like a regular sunburn, but can become much worse. And it refers to a more serious sunburn. You can blister or peel with um, mm-hmm. a sun poisoning. You will get severe redness and pain. Mm-hmm. Confusion. Nausea, vomiting, headache, mm-hmm. dizziness, and fainting mm. with sun poisoning. So you have been out so much in the sun, you not only fried yourself, but you've made yourself extremely ill. Mm-hmm. So sun poisoning is not a skin thing. It is an internal systemic mm-hmm. problem you are having to too much sun. You are at an increased risk if you have fair skin. You have a family history of skin cancer. You're on antibiotics. <laughs> Uh, you are on birth control. Mm-hmm. You have herbal supplements like St. John Wort. Oh, that thing? I don't know why people we take that. Cover. There's a lot of problems with St. John's We not need to cover. Stop so, taking your yes, St. John's We need to cover yeah. weird herbal supplements yeah. people take. Um, if you live close to the equator. Oh. If you live in high altitudes. Hmm. You're at the beach because, like I said, the UV is reflected off the water in the sand. Mm-hmm. Or if you're doing snow activities like skiing, snowboarding, or cross-country skiing, you're constantly, it's how snow blinding starts because the UV is on your face. So if you're not protecting your eyes, you're burning your retinas mm-hmm. and your face. Um, alpha hydroxy acids. So things you're using like skin peels or skin uh, intense skin treatments, mm-hmm. you go out with those in the sun, you're going to fry the shit out of your face. Mm-hmm. So treatments for it, you can start with Cool water compresses, mm-hmm. um, steroid creams to help with the pain. If it's if it's really bad, you're going to need IV fluids for dehydration. Oral steroids because you can get pain and swelling. I mean, people with severe sun poisoning, their faces will blow up and their eyes will shut. There was just some 
I don't know if on something like some girl was like, yeah, they're not kidding when they say don't wear. I think Aquaphor, you're not supposed to wear Aquaphor on your face if you go out in the sun for some reason, like blisters, wicked. And she's like, yeah, I guess you're actually not supposed to. Her eyes were completely shut. swelled shut. That her eyes were so swollen, mm-hmm. and her mouth was like wicked. So I was like, holy Jesus! Like squid like, games. She 100 percent with had sun poisoning. Yeah, um, it's it's disgusting. Yeah, you know, and it's really really bad. So you're gonna treat it like you would a, a bad sunburn, and if it's left untreated, it can lead to light life threatening complications like dehydration, and you can get infections because mm-hmm. you have these blisters that are popping, and you're not taking care of it. And you know, we just we were, we were at work the other day, and somebody's doing their mandatory work and they're like skin like is that going to be an issue or like it's your, both of us were like it's, it's your first, first line, line of defense, defense. <laughs> so if you compromise your first line of defense you're going to end up with a serious infection your skin keeps a lot of nasty shit out of your body yep. so yes i need to start wearing sunscreen mm-hmm. and you when we say wear sunscreen we're not saying put on like we sit in our 80s episode we talk about the ridiculousness yep. sunscreen we wore in the 80s we're not talking like a four with iodine in it. We're talking like 50 or 70. Know your sunscreens. Know your good sunscreens. Know that like the, I believe the number is how long you can be in the sun with it without reapplying, right? I think so. So if it's 50, you have about an hour. You've got to reapply every hour. You should put a base coat on before you go out and wait 30 minutes before you go out in the sun. A lot of people rely on that spray as their base coat. Yeah, no, you're going to fry you, with that shit. You need regular lotion. You need like lotion, thick lotion. Mm-hmm. You go in the water, reapply. You go, you know, just can't, you're sweating a lot, reapply. Um, And that's sunscreen. Okay. And Sun. sunburns and sun blisters and sun poisoning. Okay. All right. So you're going to move on to skin cancer. Skin cancers. Yep. I got this from the cdc.org, cancer.org, and mdanderson.org. Okay. Skin cancer. Nasty. Mm-hmm. There are three types of, like, very common skin cancers. There's basal cell, squamous cell, and melanoma. They're all named after the the cells that are affected mm-hmm. by this cancer. So, Melanoma's a nasty one. Yeah. Basal cell is the most common skin cancer, and it is the most common of all types of cancer. Oh. Did you? Like, I, I was did like, not know what? that. Like, basal cell is the most you know, common cancer. Sense, it does. Because you always hear people saying, right. oh, I had a basal cell yeah. remove my face. And like, but I thought that was people weird. People don't though. even blink an eye when they have a basal cell. No. Um, eight out of ten skin cancers are basal cell cancers. Thank God. Yes. They are the least aggressive um, skin cancer. They are easily treated by surgical excision. You have a mole, it's a basal cell, they cut it off, yep. and it's gone. Um, and they're caused by excessive UV light exposure. They are more likely to develop in skin that has been radiated. So if you have had radiation for something, you are more likely to develop a basal cell there. I did not know that. Um, they are usually pink and translucent, like almost like a pearly pink mm-hmm. looking, and they are smooth. Um, they're usually found on your annual skin exam. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people aren't usually like, oh, like, you know, when you see a weird mole, you're like, I got to get that checked. People don't usually find these on their own. You can, but your skin doctor is right. going to find these. Um the basal layer is the lower part of the epidermis, and the the basal cells are constantly dividing and replacing the squamous cells that fl- slough off mm-hmm. your outer layer. So your squamous is your outer layer; they slough off all the time. And your basal cell layer is the lower layer, and it comes up and replaces the squamous cells. Um, and it these basal cell cancers usually develop on the face, head, and neck, where you are more. Always- See the kind of people you look at them like, oh, he's gonna get a basal. Like, yeah, I look at that skin type and yeah. be like, oh, yeah, no, they're gonna end up. Um, squamous cell cancer is the 
um, two out of every 10 skin cancers are squamous cell cancers. They're kind of like the middleman between basal and melanoma. It's not aggressive like melanoma, but it's a little more aggressive than basal. Um, they start in the flat cells on the outer part of your skin, like the very top layer. They commonly appear on sun-exposed areas like face, ears, neck, lips, and the backs of your hands. They can also develop in scars and chronic skin sores. Ooh. Yeah. Um, they can start in... I'm not going to say this right. Chronic skin Help sores me. sounds gross. Yeah. They can start in act- actinic keratosis, which are precancerous, rough, or... Did you seriously want me to help you with that word? Because yeah, I know. You think I can say it? <laughs> They're precancerous, rough or scaly spots that are pink, red, or flesh colored. Okay. They're like scaly. I think I have one right here. If you've ever seen uh, Austin Powers Goldmember and Goldmember himself. Oh, he has all those He flaky. is like a basal cell, squamous cell looking kind of guy. Yeah. Um, they can also infrequently occur in the skin of the genital area. Oh, so you get a, I've never heard of that. Yeah, so you can get a squamous cell cancer. <laughs> on your penis? On the skin of the genital area. They are usually easily um, removed or treated. They are, like I said, they're, they're slightly more likely to grow into the deeper layer of the skin than basal cells so are. So random. Imagine getting a skin cancer on your, like, your dick. It's weird. And that's not because of sun exposure. That's what I mean. Like, that's not, unless you're on a nude beach, who knows? Mm. Um, chemo, leukemia, immunotherapies, or immunos- immunosuppressant drugs used with stem cell transplant can ex- increase your likelihood of developing squamous cell cancer. Never knew that. Then we go to melanoma. Melanoma Ooh. is the most aggressive skin cancer, but it is the least common. And it's the most aggressive cancer, isn't it? Like the most deadly cancer? Mm, I don't think so. Maybe I thought I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Um, it starts in the melanocytes, which are the cells that give pigment to the skin. They're usually diagnosed when patients notice a black, dark, or multicolored mole. So this one, you're at home and you look in the mirror, you're like, that looks geez, weird. That looks weird. If anything looks weird to you, all of a sudden stands out, all of a sudden looks different, or you've never noticed it, mm-hmm. and now you notice it, go get it checked. But those these ones people usually find on their own mm-hmm. and say, I need to go to the doctor. Because it's unusual. Though somebody else will look at it and be like, you got this weird mold. Yeah. I might want to check that. Um, it, they, it doesn't always develop in sun-exposed areas. They're commonly seen on the palms of the hands, in between your toes, or your scalp. They're very common on the trunk in men, so your chest or your back, and then the legs in women. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to see those. Um, you can see them anywhere, but those are very common areas. Um, they can be caused by sun exposure, but it has a large genetic component. The yes. other two do not. Yes. Melanoma has a... who were never in the sun and got it. Yeah. People with BRCA2 mutations are at a high, a very increased risk of developing melanoma. So if you get that BRCA2 gene, not only is it breast cancer, ovarian, whatever, melanoma. but melanoma as well. Um, treatment depends on the stage of the melanoma. So melanoma is going to stage out. Zero to one A is just a surgical removal of the spot of the mm-hmm. melanoma. Any higher stage, they start doing sentinel lymph node dissections. So they take out your lymph nodes to see if you have it, um, if it's spread. They use radiation, immunotherapy, and targeted therapy, not chemotherapy, to treat melanoma. I think they used to use chemo mm-hmm. and they don't. Um, melanoma stats. Only 1% of skin cancers are melanomas, but they cause the majority of skin cancer deaths. About 97,610 new melanomas will be diagnosed in 2023. Wow. About 7,990 people will die of melanoma in 2023. Rates have risen rapidly over the last few decades. 
In adults over 50, rates increase in women about 1% per year, but in men, the rates are stable. Um, melanoma mortality rates declined rapidly over the past decade because of advances in treatment by about 5% in patients under 50 and 3% in those 50 or older. So we are getting better at treating them. Thank God. Um, more than Melanoma is more than 20 times more common in white people than in black people. Um, but black people can get it. Oh, yes, but it's just 20 times But more I just likely. think sometimes people with darker skin think, I'm never going to get that. Right. No, it can absolutely, you can 100% get it. Um, the lifetime risk of a white person getting melanoma is 2.6%. But for black people, it is only 0.1%. And it's 0.6% for Hispanics. So it is is far less, less likely, likely, but, you but can it can it. still happen. Um, the risk of melanoma increases with age. One of it is one of the most common cancers in young adults, especially young women. Yes. Um, how do you reduce your risk for any of these skin cancers? Avoid the goddamn sun. I was gonna say stay out of the sun. Um, most skin cancers are caused by too much exposure to UV rays, which comes from sun, tanning beds, and sun lamps. UV rays are present and harmful all year, even if it's overcast, even if it's cold. The UV rays are present. You should wear sunscreen every all single day. Yep. Um, in the U.S. UV rays are the strongest between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. The UV index forecasts the strength of the UV rays daily. If it is over a 3, you need to protect your skin. Like I just said, Jack said, oh, it's as far at 8 today. I'm like, oh, my God, I think that's a lot. Um, stay in the shade. Wear clothing that covers your arms and legs. Wear a wide brim hat to shade the face, neck, ears, and head. People you can forget. all borrow my Audrey Hepburn hat. Yeah, people forget your ears. Like, mm-hmm. you see that a lot. People's ears will be like, That's where my uncle, who had the skin cancer skin, yeah. he would get a lot of skin cancers on his ear. Yeah. Um, or your scalp, because you don't mm-hmm. want to put bald men. sunscreen yep. on your hair either, though. Like, you don't want to put that yeah. sunscreen through. Wait, but especially, like, up front and stuff, you got to put it in. Or on your pot. Mm-hmm. Um, Wear wrap sunglasses, which you will never catch me dead wearing a wrap, pair of wrap sunglasses. <laughs> With the baseball hat? Um, that block, they will say right on them that they block UVA and mm-hmm. UVB rays. Try to get sunglasses that say that on it. Um, and use broad spectrum sunscreen with a sun protection factor, which that's what SPF stands for, right. sun protection factor, of 15 or higher. Anything below 15 it's is a waste, waste of time. time. Um, avoid indoor tanning. That includes tanning beds, tanning boots, sun beds, or sun lamps. Spray tans are beautiful. Yeah. They use high levels of UV rays, which can cause skin cancers, cataracts, and cancers of the eyes. Yeah. Don't mess around with them. Do not want a cancer of the eye. Um, Also, just, you know, for other safety facts, indoor tanning accidents and burns (laughs) send more than 3,000 people to the ER yearly. I mean, if anybody's watched Final Destination, you know how bad a tanning bed can be. Oh, God. Um, so don't don't use indoor tanning. It feels great. I know I did it. I used to, you know, I would do it when I was a teenager. I never went to a tanning bed. And they feel so nice, especially on a cold day. Yeah. Not worth it to get a melanoma or something on you. And it's just not worth it. Always wear sunscreen. I wear it every single day. You put it on your face before you cream. Yeah. Like it takes two seconds to slather it on. Yeah. Just Technically, wear it. Laura, it should go on after your cream. Because cream will not get absorbed. If your sunscreen's on it, because moisturizer goes into the skin, sunscreen stays on top of the skin. Oh, okay. All my protective regimens tell me to do it the other way around. It's because think about it like moisturizer is supposed to suck into your skin and moisturize. Sunscreen is protecting a barrier. So you have to flip it so the barrier's on top. When I get a facial, she moisturizes and then tops with sunscreen. Uh, We had a co worker who his daughter had had a melanoma under her fingernail. Oof. 
and it looked like a line. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what it was. And by the time she figured out what it was, it was too late. Mm-hmm. She unfortunately passed from it. They can end up in weird places like that. So yeah. if you have like a black dot under a fingernail or something that, like she said, does not look right. Mm-hmm. Check it, check it, check it. I had, um, I mean, I go yearly for right. skin. skin you also should do that. Yes. Get a dermatologist. Go once a year. They do Everybody a- should do it, but especially if you have high risk skin. Like my husband's a redhead. He should be getting yeah. checks constantly. But it, like every, you should just do it. And right. then it takes, you know, all of five minutes. They check you from head to toe with their little weird eyeglass thing. <laughs> yeah, standing there butt naked. But, you know, like right. they check you all over. And I am very like I have freckles and mole. Like I am covered in stuff. So it takes a while because they have to go through every single dot. But I go every year. I've had multiple things that are precancerous removed early. Like if I didn't go. Forget it. I would never know that. You know, yeah. one time my OBGYN, I had one on like my inner thigh and she's like, this is black and it's a weird shape. I don't want, next time you come, this better be off. And I was like, okay. So I went to the dermatologist and they did take it off and it was like a precancerous thing. And I had one eye notice, um, like under, kind of under my arm to the mm-hmm. side of my breast, like probably, you know, yeah. out of the bathing suit or something. And I was like, I don't remember seeing that. Like it was yeah. just all of a sudden there. And I was like, I have a ton of, again, I have a ton of them, but I was like, I don't, I never noticed that. And I, like I said to Mike, like, have you ever noticed this? And he's like, no, I've never noticed that. And they took it off and then they had, I had to go back and they had to take more margins because it was oh, yeah, yeah. Um, something. But I go every year, there's something he, there's this one he's watching. Yeah. I have a lot of, he said like- to me that he goes, I don't like that one. He said, I keep talking about it. If I say it again, I'm going to take it off. He's like, next year we're taking it off. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so next year I'm getting this thing taken off my neck, but just go. It's, I had they will find it. They will catch it. Who's got the really, Irish white skin mm. and she's like a sun goddess. She had a melanoma on her face. She had it taken off. She's back out in the sun. At the time I was doing like fillers and this and that. And she's like, I'd like to get lip filler. And I'm like, what is on your lip? She's like, I don't know. I keep picking at it. Oh. It keeps bleeding. It doesn't go away. I said, I'm not touching your lips mm-hmm. until you've had that checked. It's fucking skin cancer. And they wound up taking a huge, he did a beautiful job because yeah. you would never know, but they took a huge chunk yeah. out of her lip. You have to be hypervigilant. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. God forbid if I was in a melanoma, I'd probably be in a burka at the beach. Like, you would just see my eyeballs coming yeah. out. You know, I'd still be at the beach, but you right. wouldn't see any skin coming out. Yeah. There's, um, this here. You, this you, die. you can die from melanoma. So on the continuing on with mm-hmm. our lovely uh, Memorial Day episode here, <laughs> uh, the last thing I'm just going to touch on is like heat exhaustion, heat stroke. We haven't, if we talked about it, we briefly talked about it in our... Um, marathon episode maybe yeah so there's three levels of like heat stroke and i can be susceptible to this if i'm out doing like anything exertion i'm just like i don't exert myself in the heat so um if you're out in the heat you can start with heat cramps Mm -hmm. which are painful muscle spasms in your abdomen arms or legs it's the first step in a heat related illness and usually this is like you're out running you're out uh exercising in the heat like I don't understand these people on like a fucking hundred degree day out there on a run. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? It's a hundred. Why are you running? Like, You're sweating just standing. Let's go at night or something when the yeah. sun isn't beating on you. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. So it can occur after intense exercise or sweating in high heat because mm-hmm. you're a moron out there. The treatment is to move to a cool place to rest. You loosen your clothings and you fan your skin. Sip cool sports drinks. You don't want to just hydrate with water because when you're sweating, you're losing a ton of salt. You want to hydrate with a drink that has salt and sugar in it. Mm-hmm. 
like Gatorade and kind of stretch your muscles slowly because you can be getting a lot of cramps from mm-hmm. that. If you haven't listened to your body with the cramps, you're going to go into heat exhaustion. Now you're excessively sweating. Your, your skin, even though your sweating is cool, which is never good. Mm-hmm. If you're sweating a lot and you have that clammy skin, yeah. that's never good. You're starting to get a fever of over 100.4. Um, you're getting dizzy. I've had this happen to me, vomiting, nausea. Because when I was younger, I was kind of an idiot and I didn't like to, I couldn't really pop a squat outside so well. So I would dehydrate myself on a hike because I didn't want to have to go to the bathroom out in the woods. And I was in Hawaii and did this and oh I got God. violently, I was vomiting by the time, and I still had to hike two miles back out. Ew. Very stupid. Mm. Very stupid. Mm-hmm. I can, like an uh, expert level pop a squat now, but back then I wasn't so great about it. I was always afraid of peeing on myself. So you can get dizziness. So vomiting on yourself. Vomiting is much more attractive. <laughs> Nausea. Um, you get a fast, weak pulse with it. Again, that's never good either. Nope. Um, if these symptoms are showing up, you want to move to a cool, dry place. Loosen your clothing again. Gatorade again. If your symptoms do not improve, you want to get some medical help, Laura. Yeah, you might want okay. If you still haven't listened to your body at that point, we've now moved into heat stroke, mm-hmm. which is ain't no joke. Yeah. Heat stroke is the most serious. It happens when your body can no longer regulate a temp. It's just going to fucking go up and up and up. It mm-hmm. cannot cool off anymore. And that's what happens. Your body temper is going up and up and up. You are no longer sweating, so you can't cool down. Mm. Your temp can go up to 106 in about 10 minutes. Jesus. And it can cause permanent disability or death without treatment. Mm-hmm. Now, Back in my youth, Laura, mm-hmm. I'm going to say my late 30s, my <laughs> running phase, uh-huh. um, I decided to do a run. It was a 5K, and it kind of took you through Heartbreak Hill part of the marathon, mm-hmm. and it was June, mm-hmm. and it was hot. Mm-hmm. I was miserable. Uh-huh. Part of this, I was only doing a 5K. There was, I think, a half marathon or a 10K yeah. going. Yeah. There might have been a 10K and a half marathon going with it. So we are running by one of the medical tents. And I'm thinking of how fucking miserable I am as I'm running. And I see this man on the ground. There is medical help with him. He is wild. He's almost unconscious. He's yelling. He's wild. And they were picking him up and dumping him in an ice bath because he was starting to completely lose it. And as we're running by, they had dumped him in the ice bath. Uh. You could tell he was not with it yeah. because the things coming out of his mouth yeah. to people, if he was with it, he would never have said these mm-hmm. things. You know in a million years he would never have I was, as a nurse, fucking horrified. Yeah. I thought he's going to seize. He's going right. to... He was so hot. Mm-hmm. That was the only way to cool him down was they were dumping him in an ice bath. And I was like, yeah, why? Why am I doing this? Right. This, this doesn't seem right. I can lose weight a better way. Yeah. So... You can have confusion and altered mental status. And the reason I tell you this story is because this is everything I was seeing on this gentleman. Slurred speech. You can go into a coma. Hot, dry skin or profuse sweating. You can have seizures from the heat. Your body, if your body temp is above 104, you are literally starting to cook your brain. Yeah. It's really, really bad. You have to get your body temp down. Um, And it can be fatal with no treatment. Mm -hmm. So somebody is suffering from heat stroke. You have to call 911. Move them to, and if so, you've called 911. This is what you're doing while you're waiting for the ambulance to show up because you have called 911. You are going to move them to a cold, cool, shaded place. Remove as much clothing as you feel you can do. Um, You're going to get like cool compresses, cold water, 
whatever. You can soak them in an ice bath if it's available. Otherwise, get the cool compresses. You're going to put them in their groins, put them in their armpits, put it on their forehead. Mm. You're doing everything you can to rapidly wet them down. Wet the skin, wet their clothes, soak their clothes in cool water if you can. Mm. Um, and circulate the air wherever they are to try to get all... Because, you, you know, it's... I forgot what they call it, but when the water evaporates off your skin and cools, if you're circulating the air on their wet skin, it'll rapidly start to cool them down. Mm -hmm. So, when you're out on Memorial Day, Mm -hmm. you're going to be lathered up in sunscreen, wearing your Audrey Hepburn hat, Mm -hmm. and you're going to be watching everybody around you for heat stroke, sunstroke, heat exhaustion. Mm -hmm. On that note, enjoy your lovely Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy the sun. And get all your pasta salads out and your hot dogs and your hamburgers. Get the fireworks going mm-hmm. safely, not with your hands and bonfires and all that other shit that happens in the summer. I love the summer. It's my I love favorite the summer. Time I love the smell of it. Way too small. I love the feel of it. A hot summer night. Oh, like, where were like we? It. And somebody's like, "Oh, it's too hot." I'm like, "No, a hot summer night is to just 90 degree perfect. weather for me in the in the summer at night. Cup of cool drink in your hands, mm-hmm. sitting on the deck. Like I want to be in a tank top and shorts and not be cold. Yes." At nine o'clock at night. Yes. I don't want to have to put a jacket on. No. no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, and I could sleep in that weather if I got an AC. Mm-hmm. I could sleep in that weather without an AC. I fucking love the summer. I love that. What's love that? It, love it. Love it. that song? Hot summer nights. <laughs> I'm like, but every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, I love a hot summer night. Like every time it like I makes love me the feel smell so good. I love the hot night. Yes, I love I the smell love of it. summer nights. Yeah. I even like a good quick flash thunderstorm oh i love a thunderstorm where it's still like it's raining but you're not hot and you can smell the heat coming off the pavement and it's like steaming yes Mm. i love the summer me too can't wait i these winters up here kill me because i love the summer i know but i think you i think we enjoy it more i really do oh god but it's just way too goddamn short it's so quick like just but as i'm saying you have to like get every ounce of it out like people in florida they're in the house in the AC. They're not enjoying one My minute of it. in Arizona, and she just had to replace her AC because it's already in April 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. And if they don't replace the AC and the, it breaks, your house is destroyed. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think we get every drop out of it because we know it's fleeting. I think so. Those people are in the houses in the AC not enjoying true, that. But I also think summer's in New England because we have the ocean nearby. Mm-hmm. I think they're just beautiful. They're just perfect. A summer in Florida is not the same. Even their winter's not... A summer in New England. No. I just wish we could start like in April and end like around November. And then like you get a quick fall. Winter's just January, March. And then March. I mean, January, February. And then March, spring comes. Yeah. And then you're back in I mean, that would would make me happy. I mean, I don't mind the seasons. I just wish summer was as long as winter. I know. That would make me happy. I know. It's just perfect. So we're looking for ideas for summer series, which mm-hmm. by the time you hear this, we probably should have already planned it. <laughs> but we would love some input because um, we're going into like, what, the fifth summer series or something? And I'm running out of ideas, dude. We'll think. We'll think. We'll come up. I need some good shit. So, um, so there you go. Have a wonderful kickoff to your summer. Yeah. Enjoy. Laura's probably already had surgery. I'm by recovering this point. from my surgery at this yeah, point. Yeah. She's going in for a nice labrum tear in her shoulder and she's going to leave me at work all summer by myself. I'm not looking forward to this. Neither am I. And I'm not having surgery, but I'm very upset. I feel like I'm going into mourning. Well. You're gonna leave me for like three months in that. I know, but you can come get me on your days off and well, well, I am gonna drop work me off like a daycare. Day. I'm gonna and then you can lather me up in my Call sunscreen. Mike, bringing her home, Mike. Are you ready to pick her up? 
she's drunk. Is that going to be okay? <laughs> you can lather me up. You know, make sure because I'm not going to be able to do it. Well, Mike can put the base tan, the yes. base coat on you in yeah. the morning, and I'll just continue to spray you down. Yes. I'll pour you drinks for you, Thank pack you. your bottles. I'll carry a beach chair. I'll just leave well, it at my house. I mean, you'll have to. I'll just leave it at my house. <laughs> um, oh, I hate you for leaving me. I All right, know. so we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.